So another one bites the dust. Uh, I wanted to break this news to you on microphone, but no one will survive is no longer a thing. What do you mean? Champa has new music. You know what? I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. This is how we end our podcast. Hello, people. <laughs> Welcome to Take Under. Oh, we're recording. Ostensibly an NXT podcast. Uh, uh, Joseph, here with Hector. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm here. I'm disappointed. I did not know we were recording. That was a live reaction. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't really get a notice that the red went up. But like I said, I wanted to get your reaction on, on camera. See, now you know exactly how I feel when the third, uh, the third count went for that Kaylee Ray match. Um, let's just get right into it. So I follow up from last time. Apologies to our listeners for the amount of F-bombs that I dropped. I did not realize it at all in that moment. <laughs> And will not have that, at least not that amount in the future. You, I'll try to keep it for just when I'm super hyped and really annoyed. I, I, I think that's still pretty clean compared to when I go off on a wrestler. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, that whole episode, I was just like, oh, there's another one. Oh, uh, I was like, oh, this is my actual speaking voice. Uh, all right, so uh, uh, this is my normal, like, in my head. I don't know how it's coming out so easily. Uh, also, apologies to Rhea Ripley for me saying that Braun was the best representative when she has literally done it before, or for NXT and WrestleMania, I mean. Uh, I know better than that. I constantly call her the future of wrestling, so my fault on that. Uh, RIP, in addition now to Hector's NXT viewership, uh, to Ciampa's gray beard. I know it happened a little while ago, but do you buy the reports that Vince made him diet? Absolutely. Like... <laughs> Anything that sounds insane or just absolute horseshit, I believe it. it it's coming from Vince's mouth. Uh, I do too, but I think it's just because Vince is so afraid of death. But, like, seriously, dude, are you that afraid of dying that you can't, like, you have to take everything from this dude? First you took his beard, then you took him, like, being this badass in this feud now, and now you've taken his music this week. But, anyway. We can get in and out of NXT as quickly as possible because I did not do a good job of selling it last week, so Hector <laughs> did not really watch it. Um, did you follow up on any of the women's... We, really, we, I just want to touch on the best women's division on the planet still. Did you watch any of the Dusty Cup women's matches? I didn't see any of the Dusty Cup because you told me not to watch. And then, <laughs> when, and then when I did watch a clip when I was like, oh, this is, this is good. And I was like, I shouldn't have fucking watched. Like, he told me to. Because, man, was I pissed. All right, so then we could just get right to the, the NXT boys. They're muscle um, men! Yours, I'm assuming your salt has not worn off to admit that Ciampa and Dolph was a, was a banger. It was a good match. Okay. Until you fuck it up at the end. <laughs> I, there's no need for it. There's no... Why? Whatever. I, I can't, because then you're going to have to apologize in the next episode again. Oh, go ahead, man. Uh, I mean, I get where you're coming from. I Like I said, I think this is just the vehicle. If they can keep this going for another two or three weeks, Dolph or uh, Braun gets booked right into WrestleMania. And that's awesome. For the brand and for him. Um, I mean, people are really dig some people are really digging a lot of what they're doing right now. I know we don't, but Whatever, man. If they can get some of this stuff over, cool for them, I guess. Um, the other big things that I just, I guess to point 
point out to you in case we do watch NXT again at some point in time, which next week does not look good because from what I'm seeing of their preview, they do not have any women's listed any any women's matches listed, which honestly guys, that's the only reason I'm tuning in at this point. So I can tell you in this week of AEW coming up, I am probably not going to pay attention to NXT at all. How do you not have any women's matches? I don't know. And especially with the Dusty Cup going on, I don't know how they don't have... I'm sure they're going to have one or two because they're they're usually really good about their booking. I will give them that. But at least advertise, they don't even have one women's match on their NXT preview on their website. Um, but I will say... So sticking on the boys for a second, um, Saya Sokoa, whatever the hell his name is, looks like he might potentially join Diamond Mine. He's definitely gonna fight Gunther. Um, and then the I other- wouldn't. Uh, Good. I'm sorry, I wouldn't join Diamond Mine. Those members get secretly cut at, at the end of the night. <laughs> they're all. They're still all still there. Uh, no, they're not. Yeah, they are. The one, the oh, one yeah, guy's no, no, gone. He was never an actual wrestler, though. He's actually gone, though. Oh, like, my God. That guy's he moved from Japan here, and then they cut him. Like, I, I was like... I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm glad they cut him, but, like, I mean, Deadweight's got to go, man. Like, he was doing nothing for them. He, I was always more confused as to why he was there than anything. Or, or Roderick Strong, just let the man go. His boys are calling for him. Dude, I think they're trying to count out the days. And that's why I wanted to bring up Silas Sokoa bringing Diamond Mine. Is like, is that an exit vehicle for Roddy to get out? Because him and the Creed brothers with Ivy Nile in the back, that's a pretty monster duo. And the one of those guys that doesn't look like the rest of them because he's 180 pounds soaking wet is Roderick Strong. Yeah. But we know that Roderick Strong can break anybody's back totally. easily. Yeah. I mean, he can go. I'm not going to say he can't. I'm the, I've been the biggest Roderick Strong fan, but uh, yeah, he just doesn't look like the rest of the people in that faction. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe they join Silas Sokoa, and then they all drop Roderick Strong, and then he has a program. Because, I mean, even if he goes to AEW, dude, like, this is a thing that somebody brought up with Gargano, is at this point, with Hardy, Buddy Matthews, um, Cole still around, like, Keith Lee, all these other debuts that we're gonna get from AEW, is there even a place for Gargano in AEW right now? Oh, absolutely, there's a place for Gargano. I honestly don't know, dude, because Daniel Garcia, all those other like black guys, they might be as good. They're as good as him in ring, and that's kind of his main driver. Uh, he he is Johnny Takeover, like. He... But is he going to be giant takeover in AEW? There's no takeover. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I here's the thing. I want him to be a babyface. I want my Rebel Heart song. God damn it! I'm losing all my theme songs. Um, <laughs> You're not gonna get that one. That's for sure. Uh, Jesus. He, he is taking bookings though. He did say that. Announced that today. I think. But I do. He is an amazing, like, freaking, like, sneaky ass heel. Because that whole thing that he attacked Alistair Black, the thing he did at Champa, like, all that was amazing storytelling. So, like, I can see him doing that. Like, he doesn't debut. He, he's actually there in the background. And he just, like, appears and, like, fucks with Adam Cole. He fucks with uh, the American Dragon. He's just... And no one knows. It's just small little things that throws him off. Like, you don't need to see a person in a hoodie or whatever, but it's really him doing this shit. I can see that going on and stretching it out for, like, two months. That way he gets to spend more time with uh, Candace and his baby. Like, 
that's great. And then he like debuts at like double or nothing and be like, I'm the one that's been fucking with you all this whole time. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I mean, and I will say that like towards the end, I was actually surprised in his character stuff, like towards the Dexter Loomis, like Gargano family stuff. I did like that more. But before that, like he was never really anything special to me, dude. But we'll, we'll have to see. Quickly, one last one last thing about NXT. Um, Nikita Lyons debuted, and she actually looked pretty cool. At least some of it did. Um, I would say check that out at some point. It, it's a real quick debut. You can probably see it on a. On a yeah, her so. debut has been blowing up on TikTok. Okay, cool. so I was you, like, you must have seen it already. Yeah. All right. So then you saw really what you needed to see. Uh, I yes. will keep you tuned <laughs> to the other Dusty Cup matches if they even happen, because like I said, it doesn't look like there's any of them. Uh, uh, and then also Grayson Waller was there making everything awful. Moving on, Impact. So, Impact is kicking ass, dude. Who who's lighting a fire under this fucking company? I told you last time that they they signed up Lance Storm, and I don't know if he's producing or what he's doing, but he they're and this was they had actually started like getting better before they had signed him too. So it's only better stuff on top of good stuff already. Oh, uh, this week's episode. I'm not quite sure what you wanted to touch on, but I had a few things that I wanted to talk about at least. And this definitely wanted to touch on the digital media championship, the dot combat match. Your new, you're possibly your new favorite wrestler, Matt Cardona. Holy uh, crap. Yeah. In the, uh, this, for, I don't even know how to describe this. First of all, the announcers did a really, really good job selling this match. And also I think this is like a rematch of a rematch. Yeah. Uh, which was fantastic. I didn't, it was, it was, uh, mixed gender, whatever. I didn't even care. Like, it was just two really talented wrestlers going at it. And my Cardona, or Cardona didn't even have to, like, cheat or whatever at the end. But he's just a fucking asshole at this point. <laughs> he still did it just to prove that he's going to, which I actually enjoyed and it put a smile on my face. Um, and it was funny because it's like no DQ. What? Why are you gonna do this? I appreciate the cell phones. The digital media title. Oh my God! What? Cell what? phones. Cell phones littering the ring in this dot combat match. And that—that—it's a first. By the way, those are actually sure. cell phones, people. Some of them <laughs> you can close them. Those were called flip phones back in the day. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, this match should be referred to as the Cardona Cup after this, dude. That spot was hilarious. That yeah, Dazzle that was Cup awesome. Was amazing. <laughs> I'm always prepared. <laughs> you see this, cameraman? I'm always ready. Look at that, Tom. Is that a bedazzled cup? That is a adorned cup. Always ready. However, oh, no, 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 no. uh, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, that that cell phone spot seemed pretty brutal. Those. The keyboard, I don't know if you saw, but Jordan Grace tweeted out afterwards after he hit her, hit her with that. She's like, this is so much painful, so much more painful than you think it was or something like that. <laughs> when I saw those keys pop off, yeah, I was the, like, oh! <laughs> the mechanisms on that just must have destroyed, been destroyed uh, all over. Uh, those were old classic brown switches, man. Those <laughs> way alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll see where that goes. Do you think they're gonna keep uh going with this, or Cardona's gonna move on to something else? We talked about it on Basics, and I thought that before I even knew that there was gonna be a rematch on Thursday, that Cardona was gonna move on to something else. I think they might do like pull out one more out of this because it's so good. Like, yeah. but they might wait a couple, maybe a couple more weeks, or they might have it at a uh. No surrender. I forget what's her no. 
Not No Surrender. What's their next pay-per-view oh, that's coming out? Saturday. Yeah, like, they literally just went from one pay-per-view to the next, which is crazy. Yeah. But, whatever. As long as they get people watching and they can promote the company, keep doing it. I mean, they're on a better service. Tony, It's called Sacrifice, by the way. Tony Khan, uh, Bleacher Report sucks. Yeah. I thought Bleacher Report had the app. That was that was a lot of fun to discover the last minute on the first pay-per-view we bought. It's not too late to change, dude. It's still Saturday. <laughs> Buy out, like, Tubi or something. I know you got the money. <laughs> if not, just ask your dad. Tell your dad it's a good investment. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> oh, what is it? Yeah, I... Please change it up. Make it simpler for us to get pay-per-views. That way we can store them. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, what do you think about uh, Lady Frost? And uh, I like that she challenged for the the Las Reinas belt. Yeah. Okay. Lady Frost, the first competitor in the history of the Champ Champ Challenge to select the AAA Arena Day Reinas title. Why do you believe that? Good question. There's a lot of pride behind that championship, the Lucha Libre pride everybody knows from Mexico. It's a big legacy to carry. It would be an honor, but is she up to the challenge? The champ champ challenge. We're about to find out. Definitely. She's the first one to do it. I actually didn't even know until No Surrender that they were doing both belts with the open challenge because she had just won the Ring of Honor one, so that's why I thought it was just a Ring of Honor open challenge. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it was cool that she did it. That match was really good. I really enjoyed it. Tiana Parazza, I... She's got to be definitely up there as far as ball drops on WWE, man, because they had her doing absolutely nothing. And when you have Jonathan Gresham calling her possibly the best technical wrestler on the planet, like, that's how did you guys miss on this one? Come on. <laughs> I remember I remember seeing her and I thought, like, she was cool, but I kept questioning her, her, her name, the Virtuosa. Mm-hmm. And, like, I even broke yeah, I down remember. the title. I was like, I don't even care at this point. Like she's just badass whooping, being the the champ champ that they have over there. So yeah. she just needs a third belt because I I don't like it when they say champ champ because then it refers to like Becky and I don't want to have like nothing to do with that. <laughs> at least not that run. Becky is doing some good stuff right now, dude. This Bianca and Becky shit just to talk about the casual show for two seconds is pro- possibly the best storyline in wrestling right now. At least with what they're doing with it. Uh, we'll we'll yeah. see we'll see i would like diana to get the uh the impact belt and then have all three of them and be the real belt collector that'd be pretty awesome especially with her rivalry going back with mickey james like now if you're if you're not gonna yeah, strap tasha at no surrender then might as well just give it back to diana yeah that's true uh but i am excited i really really want to see uh hot mess chelsea green and it seems like we might be starting to go down that road. Oh, I, re- I really hope they do, because that would be great to see. Yeah, especially her. Like, I hope that they they beat other companies to having the king and queen, like the terrible prom king and queen that Liz always talks about on Semi Basics with Cardona and Chelsea as champions. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah, that'd be fantastic. Like, them being, he, like, straight up just badass heel champions and Cardona's, like, belt not even being the actual Impact World Championship would make it so much better, I think. But we'll see what the, where they go with it. I'm excited for that match with this week with Tasha and Chelsea. Oh, that's a mouthful, dude. Yeah, because uh, uh, I'm hoping in, at this point you see little glimmers or or of hot mess because 
I was even getting pissed when she was saying her like nothing or yeah, dead or weight no or whatever to yeah the no factor another loss for the non-factor I was, like, soon, I was like bitch step outside I love, it, dude. I love Tasha she's so good uh, moving on so it's still an impact bullet club business bullet club business oh. gorillas of destiny were dead weight Tama Tanga I know you feel I know you feel like it was personal but guys Guys, you gotta trust me, you gotta believe me when I say it was strictly business. But sometimes a business you have to shed the dead weight because you two, you just no longer measure up to the standard that I need in order to reach the heights that I'm aiming for with Bullet Club. I tell Oof. you, I cannot fucking wait for Jay White and Tamatanga. It's gonna be amazing. <sighs> Dude, Eric Young, like, I, I know a lot of people are super into Eric Young, but seeing them stand right next to each other and seeing how short he was and hearing him repeat the two lines over and over again, what he was saying is like, always go back on your word and murder or whatever he was saying. Like, and then Tamatonga just comes in, fuck you, Jay White, and they don't start fighting. Like, that was so much better than the fucking whatever two minutes Eric Young was wasting doing. It's that uh, Tom Cruise effect. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, cool, he's a dope actor, and then they realize he's short. Um. Yeah, I was like, "Why are you saying that again?" I was like, "I was, I'm so glad." Jay White is all like, "Well, I'm in charge, so whatever deals you had before, I'll null and void." I was like, "How do you not put that two and two together in your head, man?" Yeah. But yeah, I was so glad when he came in there and they just started like duking it out. I was like, yeah. "This is awesome." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, and like, I, I never, I wasn't, I never really knew much about Chris Bay before he was even like kind of in the the bullet club before even all this stuff went down and we started getting into impact but i like him i think he's cool and he'd be a really cool addition to this jy era of bullet club yeah uh i just can't wait to see how everything like <sighs> there's so many implications of everything that's going on here <laughs> right, yeah. it, it it's like when you throw that that like a uh, pebble in the in the lake and you see like the ripple effects i was like not only is this on t on, uh, on impact but you got it affecting AEW, which then eventually it's going to affect New Japan. I was like, what is going on? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, uh, we'll have to see where it goes. But I'm, I'm excited. Even if it just stays like contained in here, I'm assuming that Jay White and Tonga match is going to happen on U.S. soil because the betrayal happened on U.S. soil. So we'll have to see where it goes. Oh, um, I can see them stretching that out, too, to like what? Not, I don't think all the way to Wrestling Kingdom. That's oh, no. yeah, a long like, ways yeah, away, but I forget yeah. what the other one. Yeah, but I mean, Jay White could be dropped at new, next Wrestle Kingdom if there's a different leader for the Bull or a potential different leader for the Bullet Club. Uh, uh, yeah, especially when somebody tweeted that uh, they're coming back. Yeah. That's neither here nor there right now, though, because <laughs> I'm going to let my favorite uh, wrestler be the king in my head right now, which I got my king shirt finally and it is going to become my clark Kent uniform i'm going to wear that shit every day um eddie edwards impact betrayed him according to him and that's why he betrayed impact and look i know we haven't been here long but if this is impact's champion before maybe there was a reason you guys have been a non-factor to now because 
That guy kind of sucked, dude. <laughs> Bring back walking weapon from the couch if that's yeah. the best that he can do. I was not into that at all. And then, like, I I know it was Alicia Edwards, I think her name was, or something like that. Cause they, and these are all Who people came we out, don't know. Yeah. I think they're, like, pretty big in impact. Obviously, all these people seem to really love that. All those fans really seem to love them. But I just could not get into anything that he was saying, like, all the stuff. But, yeah, I don't know. How how do you feel about that? I kind of like how, like, the honor of more people were at the ring and, like, knowing Maria Canellis and stuff like that. Like, their reactions and how they were behaving um, made it uh, watchable, I guess is the best way I can say this. Yes, um, I agree. Because, like, he stretched it out for so long. He even let the fans interrupt him and stuff like I was like, dude, you just sound like the guy who didn't get the promotion at work and you're bitching about it. Like, <laughs> me and you have worked with people like that. And I was like, there's a reason you didn't get it. Um, That's exactly what happened here. And then now, like, I don't know who this woman was. I can't remember what her, the name you just said. <laughs> Again, we're new to this, yes. so please bear with us. Yes, yes. It's not that we don't she, like it. We're catching yeah. it. We're trying to as fast as we can. And she comes out and says, like, what does that make me? Whatever. Well, like, you make that decision. No, motherfucker, you made that decision. Yeah. Hey, do you still care about me? Whatever. Like, I was like, I was pissed for her. I was like, this motherfucker is boring. This betrayed you? Everybody whoop his ass. Like, that's... <laughs> I was like, I even was looking at thinking, like, uh, honor no more. I was like, don't even let this motherfucker be part of your group. Like, yeah, we went together, but man, you gone crazy. Like, that's how I would feel about it. Yeah. I so, mean, as far as story wise goes, it seems like he's been their biggest baby face. So that's why it kind of has to happen. But again, ugh. if this was your biggest baby face, there might be a reason you guys have been to the the point that you were at. Until yeah, that's a that's a that's a baby only a mother can love. <laughs> Speaking of babies, only their mother baby face champions that only their mother can love. Let's get into AEW. Uh, unless you had anything else on Impact that you wanted to talk about. No, everybody. People should start watching Impact. Oh, uh, god dang it! I it's still stuck in my head. Damn you, WWE. Bronson Reed is a beast on here. Like he should have been on on the regular shows on WWE. He was great on NXT, even though they kept changing his gimmick like every other week, which right. was irritating. But he's a beast on this. Support this man. He he he's, he should be a champ at some point, hopefully soon. I would love to see that. But now we can proceed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So big week for AEW. Obviously, we have a lot of stuff to recap and a lot of stuff to preview. Um. I do want to at least comment on Dark and Elevate because I finally started getting wa- back to watching them this last couple weeks, and that's because AQA is here specifically. Uh, but I'd really like how they're actually pushing stories on it because the cards are way too stacked, and they have other people's crappy faves like MF, MJF and Punk and people that we don't give a shit about, so I'm glad that they actually yeah. like are using this for that because I don't know if you saw it. I, they talked about it on Rampage, so I had just made a mention here. I'm not, I wasn't sure if you had seen it before that. But did you see when Andrade put his finisher and then uh, let Isaiah Cassidy uh, take over and get the, the pin for the win? No, I, I, must, I must not remember. I didn't see it. Okay, so yeah, they, tried to, they, talked, they touched on it briefly before the Sammy and Andrade match. But since that kicked off the show, there wasn't like a big highlight on it. But yeah, they had a six-man with 
six man or eight man with Andrade and the rest of the HFO guys versus some other baby faces. And Andrade got it was an alright match. Andrade got his finisher in and then he tagged Isaiah Cassidy in to get the pin for the win. And then Matt Hardy came out and was like kind of dog not dogging them, but like kind of like what's going on here and like clapping for them at the at the ramp, but he never really came down to the ring. So uh-huh. I'm wondering if there's a hostile takeover going over here. And if that's the case, dude, Hardy the Hardy Boys when Jeff comes when if and when Jeff comes back versus Private Party at double or nothing is going to fucking rule. Brother Nero <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna uh, happen sooner rather than later. And I think what might break him is Andrade taking all of his fucking back shit. He's like, you should you should check the bank accounts, man. Everything's in my name. That's why you only got that one suit. <laughs> you got that one suit in your estate back in North Carolina. You better get to walking that way, homie. That's right. He's like, and that's why he's not saying Sting's little kid, little kid anymore. <laughs> he's talking about Sting, uh, which he actually said he was. He's not gonna mess around with the little kid anymore. He's gonna fight Sting. Oh uh, my god. I am so stoked for Andrade versus Sting at some point if it's going to happen soon. I know it can be a long match. Obviously, Sting's like pushing 60, but damn, I want to see it. Oh, yeah. Um, it's going to be a great match. Also, und- after this whole Hardy thing, I'm hoping this AHFO or whatever ends up falling apart because I don't like Andrade doing this money guy situation, <laughs> even though he's doing a good job because I feel it's such a rip from Santos Escobar, and Santos does it so much better, in my opinion. He does. I think our opinions are colored by the fact that Santos's faction is way cooler. Like, Butcher and the Blade <laughs> are lame, Bunny sucks, Private Party's cool, but they haven't given them anything character-wise. <laughs> That's very true. And Legado del Fantasma is like the Latino fan- faction that we love, so <laughs> yeah, it's kind of... <laughs> kind of hard to compare what he's got going on there uh all right we can move on to the main shows for dynamite uh we can start off with like what they did with the tag team stuff and i gotta say what i just gotta echo what they were what the commentary team was saying and dude that tag team roster is fucking stacked so my question is why hasn't it felt like it since the cage match uh between the young bucks and the and the lucha bros uh, I think it's, I think the reason that it hasn't felt that way, even though, like, there's an amazing group of tag teams on here, and I knew that was one of the focuses of All Elite when they started, mm-hmm. is probably we just had too many repetitive tag team matches of the same groups, and not all of them. So it never got spread around, it never built that, like, everyone's in a fierce competition against each other. And that's only starting to show because of the because uh, the Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus are like have the open thing of whoever's in the top five at the moment will chat will wrestle you or challenge you. So now you're starting to see more of all those diverse uh, tag teams that are out there. Like we know Red Dragon because of where they came from, so we know they're badass as a as a tag team. But all the other groups that are within AEW are awesome, but you don't get to really see them unless they're on Elevate or Dark when they really should be pushing them more on Rampage and Dynamite. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at it here like, I don't know, dude. It just, 
maybe it's just so top heavy and the bottom of it is just super bottom heavy but like 2.0 uh, Dark Order, I'm not a big fan of, even though John Silver did kick ass at the end of that match. Fully admit that. Private Party, <laughs> I do really like. Not a fan of Gun Club. Best Friends, meh. Young Bucks are one of the best tag teams in the world. Butcher and the Blade, I already said I don't. Santana and Ortiz are amazing. FTR, amazing. Well, great. Uh, Red Dragon, probably my favorite tag team here. So, like, it's like half and half of what I like. So. Pretty much. So, like, it seems like everyone who watches will have a tag team they can back. But also, what? You're forgetting what? Young Bucks? The... No, I said them. Oh, uh, what is it? Why Lucha can't Bros. I think of their names? Lucha Bros. Yeah, Lucha Bros are not included in this because it's is hurt. And Man, if Lucha Bros like had a... been in this tag team match instead of like 2.0, for instance, that would have been crazy. Yeah. There, there's other there's other tag teams out there that I know that are good. I just can't think of their they're names, but like, them. yeah, they're they just need to have better storylines for them and develop the friction so you can put them over without needing to have it always going for the belt. Yeah, I mean we're also gonna get the Hardys here soon too. Well, hopefully. Anyway. Oh Jesus! So that's gonna stack it even more. So we can get right. I mean, we can get into it because we had one battle royal. There's one coming up this Wednesday, and yes, we're dumb enough to make our AW preview episode before everything's determined because the go home show is is in two days. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> Red Dragon fired the first shot in the Elite Civil War, dude, and I loved that spot. Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> pushing, at, uh, faking an injury, and then throwing it was Matt right over the he, top rope. At the over end. the rope, yeah. That was amazing. Dude, this, you Red Dragon, that's so a double much. cross. What are you talking what about? You talking about? Are you kidding cross. Me? His reaction is like, "Whoa, dude!" It's like, "Nah, man." Like we and I love at the back and uh, the in the back area. They're all like, "Nah, man." Like. We're all working together. Like, you still got your chance next week. We'll yeah. be there. And... Well, I'm glad we can motivate. And kick your guys' asses. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll yeah. see you at the paper. Shot. And then just Anna's calls like, Walking. Guys, yeah, listen, listen to me what? right now, okay? For the love okay. of God. For the love of God, you guys need to get along. I have enough on my plate right now as is oh. with the AEW World Championship match. You two need to get along with those two, damn it. We're a team! Well, maybe tell them. I'm telling you. Yeah, you'll do it next week. <laughs> it's so awesome, dude. Uh, they Undisputed is just super great. Like, I'm going to keep calling them that until they get a real Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so speaking of stealing the show, I'll get to who I thought stole somebody's spotlight. But in that spot, we had our favorite champion, our favorite world champion, Hector. Adam Page shows up and gives his promo that a bunch of people were like, Adam Page is a great champion. I don't know what anybody's saying. And I just fell asleep, I think, for two minutes. What did you think? Does that promo change your opinion at all of him? No. We all know what my opinion of is of this man. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't taking crazy pills. No. Like, again, my view is a little bit harsher than most. But <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> but no, like this didn't change anything. This just makes me want freaking Adam Cole to like rip out freaking the belt off of him. Like I'm, it it should have been taken right then and there. Like have make it do like a twenty four hour championship belt and pin him right there with the ref. Like that would and I would have been happy. Like that. I'm like, even just casual people. Like I have family and and other friends 
that like will watch this or whatever and talk about it who are not like me and you that are all about this and people who listen with us or that listen to us they're like he's boring i go i go i know but he's had like great matches it's like yeah but you can't make someone unboring every time i have to have like a great match and i was like yeah i get that because i was like he hasn't done anything in my opinion to prove he's a good champ other than those matches but they're carried i believe they've been carried by other people because those people are phenomenal yeah i mean you get three matches with the three best wrestlers in the world at one point in time like you're gonna put on great matches no matter what and that showed last i mean some people did like that that match that texas death match but i know that we didn't and i didn't i know a lot of people like in actual honesty not a lot of people were talking about it other than that night so how memorable was it really i mean yeah the thing that i remember is because i was so annoyed that they were breaking down the ring <laughs> like that's what sticks in my head i was like that's so stupid yeah but uh, like sticking to his promo this week like dude so you stole punk's gimmick who's ready for story time who has nothing to do with the storyline at all so you're just trying to get like cheap fans with you and then you're still pretending to be this cowboy badass when you're from virginia last i checked or wherever the hell you're from definitely not texas and like where real cowboys are from uh you sucked giving cole's at like cole's line with adam page baby you can't even break and then say baby correctly as he could see the writing on the wall and feel his world crumble around him he clambered back to his old friends and decided to come for the most precious prize in professional wrestling, the AEW World Championship. And he kept his eyes on that prize as he walked towards it step after step, never realizing that he was drawing closer and closer to a six-foot hole in the ground. Oh, come on. Come on. Who are you kidding? And at Revolution, when he climbed into the ring thinking he would leave once again as AEW World Champion, he took one step too close to that grave, and the better Adam laid him down in it. Like, seriously, dude, the best you can come up, you had a week from last week and the best you came up with is the better adam and i know it's subdued just kind of like your title title reign but come on let's just get a real champion please or let him become roman what the fuck do i care i don't care about the main title belt because i haven't cared about it since kenny lost it uh i don't want roman here <laughs> i don't want him to become roman i want him to lose the belt i'm <sighs> Uh, yeah, I'm just frustrated at this point. Also, he he can he can totally flip flip the script and gain us, or at least gain my viewership a little bit more. <laughs> if he did shit with the Dark Order, like we know, Adam Cole has freaking undisputed era. Yeah, like he which has the, Red Dragon always there. Week? Yeah, oh, well, yeah, I, I get that. But it's taking this long for this to happen. Mm. And also, like, as much as un as Dark Order is as weird or whatever, they have some decent wrestlers. But they've always backed him up 
And also, like, the AEW fans love them because of Brody Lee. There's no way you could ever get, like, tarnish that or get rid of that or whatever. Like, that's always going to be who they are, and that faction will always be there. So, use them. Because, holy shit, man, I will listen to you more when you're with them. Just because I can't stand seeing him alone talking in the fucking rim in the ring about either stealing somebody else's gimmick or complaining he doesn't have opportunities. You're the fucking champ. I didn't hear Moxley bitch about shit. I didn't hear Jericho. Jericho fucking owned that shit and became the demo god and controlled everything. And then Kenny fucking went to other promotions and started stealing belts. Do something. Like, I, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. <laughs> I, I mean, you're the one that said he could turn you. Honestly, the Dark Order stuff would, would make me less inclined. If he turned on the Dark Order and actually like took them all out to rejoin the Elite, that would be how he could turn me. I mean, because I am decidedly not into the Dark Order at all and haven't been since day one, even before Brody Lee was here. Even before, like, I think they even actually knew who their leader was going to be. Uh, like I, I I don't know I still have faith for them, it, it, whatever this that we'll have that for discussion for another time because <laughs> yeah, I'll go ranting on about do it. Get to be featured more prominently, probably. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, we can move on to the next segment that they had, which the F and MJF stands for face now apparently, and we tried to tell you all, Punk is an asshole. January, twenty fourteen. You leave me when I needed you most, when I believed in you. You left me. You left all of us. Because, uh, like, I, I just can't like the guy wrestling. I was like, the only thing that, and I've said this before, and it's probably just going to be a gimmick that I'm going to have, is he gives out ice cream. That's it. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'll take ice cream for from a baby face or a heel or a complete asshole. It's free ice cream. Who's going to say no to that? Yeah, I mean, we're just not his fans. And now he he's single-handedly responsible for wrestling's biggest heel. And I quit on my dreams. And I buried my happiness deep down. I buried my dreams deep down. Until one day, I'm in my dorm room. I'm scrolling on Instagram. And there's an account called The Wrestling Classic. And there is a photograph of CM Punk shaking hands with Brian Danielson. CM Punk, the same guy who I believed in, the same guy who left me when I needed him most. I was livid. I packed my bags, I got in my car, and I made a promise to myself that day. I made a promise that I was gonna become the best in the world in spite of CM Punk. And he's gonna lose to him again. I, he's not, he's not gonna lose to him. You think he's gonna You lose? know he's not. Oh, I yeah, actually think is, he is gonna lose. Uh, because we'll get into that in a little bit later though. So I will say just to point out, MJF said he wants to be the best in the world to spite CM Punk. With this promo, do you think he enters that conversation? Okay. As much as I don't like this guy wrestling, and as much as I hate NJF because he's a really good heel, these promos have been fantastic. 
like last week it was the photo, and then this week with the tear. Come on now, he uh, cried. That's so crazy. It's, it's so good. <laughs> I wonder if he had a thumbtack in his shoe or something. I don't know how he did it. He thought about oh, a spoon it, behind a fridge or um the mom in what's it called fox and the hound getting shot. I don't know how he did it, but oh. I am impressed. Bravo to MJF for crying in a promo. Or like uh, when Puss like hit Donkey in the hoof and he starts to cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, and he's always put on really good matches. I still don't think he's obviously best and best wrestler in the world, but I mean, best sports entertainer. I've never not been entertained whenever MJF is around, and considering he's been feuding with a person who I really don't like for the last few months, that's that goes a long way in saying how talented. Yeah, and I will get into it because we're gonna talk about face face of the revolution. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's get it. MJF. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and then I mean they did not give us much breathing room, so they moved right into the Black Throne. Uh, the third man was revealed. It is Buddy Matthews. Oh, Buddy Matthews. What the hell is Buddy Matthews doing here? Buddy Matthews and Malachi Black looks like he's seen a ghost. And this kid is awesome. If he signed with AEW, it's a hell of a get. He and Malachi Black. Fans very well aware. Holy shit! What the fuck is he taking, and what is he working out? God damn! Jacked before, but I will say this was I. I'm kind of annoyed that I didn't bring it up with you last time because I knew it was rumored, and I actually wanted to hear before hear you talk about it before he was actually debuted. But I think it was a weird intro the way they actually showed him up. Cause like, why show up right there when when he's about to kill Penta? Was he trying to save Malachi from prison? Because <laughs> if that's the case, then yeah, <laughs> way to go, dude. You really. You really did what you needed to do, but like, why show up, stop a beatdown, and then just continue the beatdown? It, it, I, I was almost as confused as Jr., but I don't think any was anyone was as confused as Jr. Lights on, lights off, I, wax I, on, wax I, off. I, what I, the I, hell's I, going I on? Don't know what's... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, there. Anyways, what? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, uh, literally said, what's happening at some point? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Buddy Murphy or Buddy Matthews was fit, like crazy fit. He went, he went ascended saying is the best way I can say it. Cause he just like, whoop, like, oh, holy cow. I was like, he got some more meat on his bones and he can still move. Holy cow. I'm okay with this. I'm so happy that he's part of this group. Uh, because I still believe there's a, there's an empress out there that will be the leader with the eclipse shining on the House of Black. Oh, and, uh, and, uh, and please, Tony Khan, you can make this happen. Athena, you know what to do. Like, that's all I'm saying. But, yeah, I, I was kind of happy about this. This was really interesting. I did like it. It was weird, unless you know the history behind them. Um, but, yeah, I'm okay with this one. Yeah, I mean, I will say I, I am still interested in this right now, but as I am want to do with Malachi stuff, I am starting to lose interest quick. And it's because of an AEW gripe that I have, and that is 
On the same show that Eddie Kingston is calling Jericho a sports entertainer derogatorily, you have the spot where Brody, not Brody Lee, right? Yeah, or Brody King. Brody King. Brody King stacks pack on Penta and then chops him all the way into a hurricane run into a poison rana like come on dude like that is a spot <laughs> to end all spots and you're gonna say this isn't sports entertainment like there you can't have that double standard where you're gonna try and pretend to be the badass show that's all brawling and then also have fucking the house of or the black thrown out here literally right before that segment okay i can i can see that i yeah, because I didn't pick up on it, but that's, uh, that's probably because I, I had no clue about it. But I was when they were having the Eddie Kingston thing. I was like, oh, he's talking shit about WWE. Oh, he's talking shit about his past. Yeah. And and that's how I felt about it. But I go, that that is a good point. Like, most of you all would love to have worked for that company at some point or another. Mm-hmm. Because... That's where you go. Like would that. That was. Still love to work for that company. Like if Vince was gone, I promise they would probably a lot of them would still try to be trying to get in there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've, I know there's some people that have gripes or beefs with Triple H for some reason, but if he was the one in charge, oh my god, it'd be a wrestler's paradise in my opinion. Yeah, I mean you'd have a lot of the other people still like a lot of the people that he really got over in NXT possibly wanted to come back, but. Uh, yep. Whatever. Um, yeah, I haven't had a lot of gripes, so I just definitely need to like get that one out there because it, pick a lane, guys. Um, we can move on to the face of the revolution getting its crash test dummy, and was it just too predictable to too predictable to put ten in there? Uh, see, that's I wanted ten in there. Yeah, that's I what just, I'm saying. Uh... Like when I saw that match, that was who I want in there. Ten from those two. Yeah, get, also give them something to, like, be prideful about and, like, support a teammate. or Give them fucking something, goddamn, to the Dark Order. That <laughs> motherfucker is jacked. Like, I can see him going up against them or, like, Hobbs. Like, Hobbs and, Hobbs and, and Tenor in one corner and freaking Keith Lee and Wardlow in the other. Like, yeah. how badass would you to see that shit go down? Like, you, no, 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 we're not going to do that. I was like okay, then what the fuck was the point of this match? Like, yeah. that's bullshit. I mean, like I said, I'm not even into the Dark Order, and I want to tend to come out on this, but... Like, I just don't get the point of having two Team Taz members unless part of the story at Revolution is going to be to break down Team Taz. <sighs> that's not going to happen either. They're like, oh, they're going to be teaming up together somehow. One... I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I, I believe... Mean... Like... Ricky Starks could accidentally push Hobbs through a table or, like, try and see his way to get the face of the revolution push Hobbs through a table and then have to answer for it the next week, but like, something like that could happen, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think they well, we don't know what they're planning, but I don't think they thought this one through, because they could they should have just had a single member from every, by themselves, from or whatever factions no team-ups, and just have fucking giant men doing amazing feats of agility that they're not supposed to be doing. <laughs> These giant men, specifically. Yes. Yeah. With uh, ladders. Yeah, it's not gonna be... It's, 
Goldberg and Brock big men slap a meat here. They're going to be climbing ladders yeah. and falling on each other that way. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, but that was the end of, well, no, I mean, they did, we did have the Moxley or the, um, Daniel Bryan and Daniel Garcia match or Brian Danielson and Daniel Garcia match. It was good. It was better than the Lee Moriarty one, but did you, do you want to talk about it at all? All I care about is they're going to bleed together. That's all I care about. They're going to bleed together at Revolution. And then I'm, I told my brother what you said about that. Fuck training these new people. Just be the WWE outfit in here and have Keith Lee. Like Keith Lee with them both of them would just be badass. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I kind of hope that. I kind of hope that Daniel Bryan doesn't bleed, to be honest with you. Like, if he beats well, Moxley, only having Moxley bleed, that kind of sets him as, the sets the hierarchy in that, in that dojo or whatever they're going to call it pretty quick, pretty cool. And it would set would be, a long-term storyline. It would send a long-term storyline for Moxley to, like, just always have this chip on his shoulder of, like, oh, he got over, he... He beat me here and then just finally snap and then they can actually break down the dojo and have their long-term storyline together. That Yeah, that would be great. I can see that going down. That would be fantastic. Also, you don't have to bleed. Like, yeah, yeah. But this is the pay-per-view, and great. if it's going to be a Moxley and uh, Brian's, Daniel Bryanson match, then like, let's have this one be the one bleeding match. Yeah, they're, they're so great they don't need to, but whatever. It, they're going to do it. It's gonna be awesome, but that'd be kind of cool if Moxley's the one that's just pouring blood, and and the American Dragon is not bleeding at all. So, uh, just like definitively, like yes, I'm better than you, but that doesn't mean I don't want you on my team. I I don't yeah. know, I would like that, but I'm not a Moxley fan, so take that for what you will. You will be, you will be soon. Uh, I don't, I don't see it happening. Hey, hey, even if he's you're got still hanging on Alistair Black, I don't think it's gonna happen. Um. We can get on to Rampage because the wrestler that they turned me on this week was on there, but I'll get to it. Uh, so we started off with Sammy and Andrade, and that match was pretty fucking awesome. Yep, that was great. That's what happens when you put two good wrestlers together and you put on a show. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I was yeah, like, and it Andrade to... looked amazing. Right. And it, I'm, I thought I was really hoping that he was going to win because I want him to get it to set up a feud with Darby, but I don't think this is over between the two of them, so it could still happen. That being said, too, like, who's going to win the face of the revolution if Andrade is going to get this belt at some point? Is he gonna, really going to take it off of that person? I don't know. And also, can Sammy just have one belt that says undisputed TNT champion on it? Like, the right. fact that he's carrying these two around still is kind of ridiculous. Nobody knows why, too. They still haven't explained it. <laughs> I don't understand it. And whatever they, whatever the, they post Sammy stuff on, like, the main Twitter feed, Everybody's questions are always like, why does he have two belts? Why does he have two belts? Why is Sammy carrying around two belts? I don't get it. I, I remember. I know why they're carrying, he's carrying around two we belts. I know why he had two belts in that match. Why does he still have two belts is the problem. That's, a, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. He should just have the one undisputed belt. Maybe it's stuck in shipping. I have no idea. Just turn it into one of the ones that he has in his hands. Whatever. Um... <laughs> Moving on to the Rosa and Britt contract signing. I noticed I said it like Britt Rosa with a Z in there. Um, how did you feel about that? I want to 
I wanted her to whoop the shit out of her more. Like, <laughs> that's, that's how her I felt about over it. the table was awesome. Uh, that's all I wanted. And I was like, God damn it. Can, can we have somebody else other than Mercedes Martinez come and help her out? Like, I. No, because that's the story, and if you try and put more stuff in it right now, they're just going to screw it up. And then we're going to end up with Brit Champion for another six months. Uh, Jesus Christ, man. Like, <laughs> I, I don't want to sound like just a mean asshole every time I'm on the fucking podcast. <laughs> like, I don't want to see this woman on the air. Like, I don't... I want to be able to see where... I'm going to sound like such a dick. I want to be able to see, oh, Mercedes Martinez is wrestling. I'm going to get up and use the restroom or we're going to go make a snack. That's how I want to feel every time I see a Mercedes Martinez. I don't want it involved in the things that I care about. Please stop doing that. Please stop doing that. But if this is the only way, well, this will end and not turn into something where, where Thunder Rosa wins. And then Mercedes wants to go after the belts. I'm going to lose my shit. Seriously, I will lose my shit because this is not going to happen. I don't want this to happen. Yeah, that don't can't want be this to happen. rivalry. It's got to be something better than that. And then at some point, yeah, she's got to like get feuding with Jade. And we got to get her in there with Deed. Don't worry, man. I, I got confidence that I will not want to tie a noose on the evening of March 6th. But we'll see how Tony Khan like, is going to want to book it. Um, yeah, I am questioning whether or not he's actually going to pull the trigger, which we'll get into, um, in our predictions. The Face of the Revolution match gets its real crash test dummy later on that night with, uh, Orange Cassidy. (laughs) And him and Ricky Starks might die on Sunday, dude. Uh, yeah, I can see them being crushed to death. <laughs> right, just like in between Keith Lee and uh, Powerhouse Hobbs, Orange Cassidy just being smushed out of existence. I can, I can see Wardlow doing a symphony, and then Ricky Starks going through the mat, and then Keith Lee just doing that bump, the Adam Cole bump, <laughs> and sending him into the, uh, Orange Cassidy into the crowd. Like, I can see that happening. Maybe like a Smash Brothers spot where he hits him and yeah. he's flying and he's into a speck and his shine of light. Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be funny. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I'm super excited for that match. I was, I know that they have another match, I think, on Dynamite to have the last, um, participant, but. I'm re- I've been refreshing this whole episode, and they haven't announced who it's going to be, so you want to throw any guesses in the dark as to who it might be? It can't be anybody other newer than Keith. Unless someone's going to think- and be there. Uh, that's true. I did think it was going to be Brother Nero, because yeah. he, he, he can sign. He can do whatever he wants now. I mean, it could be. We could also not. It says in the Wikipedia, it has an extra person in there. It could uh-huh. also be another. Could also not be an extra person, or they. I mean, Tony Khan likes to do crazy shit. It could be somebody debuts that night and then can participates in that match. That's true. If uh... I was gonna go with anybody on the roster, I'd say Miro, 
or the newly oh. optioned Brian Cage? I'd probably go with Nero. Nero first. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. We'll see if it gets announced too. If it does, then we'll update our Twitter feed with a prediction for who the sixth person will be when we see that match. Yeah, crazy gifts. All right. So, wrestler, they turned me on this week, dude. This one is actually no fucking way. It's going no. to surprise you. Sean Spears literally made me laugh out loud, and I cannot wait to get him to have the Powerbomb Symphony. You saw that spot on Rampage, right? You better apologize. Okay, okay, okay. You look a little mad, big man. Okay, so I'm going to be honest with you, because nobody else will be, and because I love you like a little brother. Wow. Look. This whole Powerbomb Symphony thing, it isn't working. <laughs> Okay, no. guys, I'm being honest here. Listen, I mentioned the word powerbomb and that's what happens. Tremendous. <laughs> Look, man, it's not getting over. That means, that means popular. Okay. Now I told you this months ago, didn't I? Yes. <laughs> like, it's not over. You got to stop this thing. That was amazing, dude. The only thing I've ever given a shit about was Sean Spears for her. I was like, I was like the whole time I was like this little motherfucker. Like I was like Wardlow, just leave him, and throw him into the crowd or something. Like I'm done with this already. Like it's not getting over. I go, I swear to God, man. And this is what wins you over. Get the hell out of here, <laughs> dude. Even his like Wardlow's face was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like get the fuck. I don't think he could even hold it in. Like it's just so so ridiculous what he was saying. It's so funny. All these people who are like one more or whatever they're saying, more and more, and then he's just like, no, this thing sucks. You gotta you gotta drop it, man. And we told you months ago it wasn't gonna get over. It. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, all right. So Tony Khan predicted, or not predicted, mentioned last week he's going to have a forthcoming big announcement. Went on, on, I think on Friday, to say that he's ready to announce it on Wednesday. I know that there are some rumors as to what it's going to be. What's your main prediction for his big announcement? He's going to make Rampage an hour and a half. Do you think so? They need to, in my opinion, but... I, I, that's just me goofing out. I, it could probably be that. It doesn't always have to be a goddamn wrestler. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it is going to be a wrestler, to be honest with you. Because he was saying something about it, like his legal team, having to clear something with his legal team. Um, One of the rumors is New Japan AEW Super Show. Oh. Other rumor, and the one that I think is more likely, and this is more where I'm inclined to go, is he purchased the Ring of Honor tape library. My oh. biggest hope, and so here's what I'm going to put out into the world and hope that it actually happens, is he bought Impact. I think all you people talking about the Ring of Honor tape library are thinking too small. Impact is really kicking ass, and they were last year, and they have Bullet Club, and they actually have those people like working with them. Get all three of them in oh. here and control some shit, dude. <laughs> well, at least buy Impact, and then that incentivizes New Japan to want to come here even more, even if oh, it's yeah. only for two or three of those Impact wrestlers. Oh my God, he would! Holy crap! But he would be. Uh... I mean, he'd be too bloated though. He, 
No, because then you have extra shows. And then you have a streaming service that works. I will admit, the icons and how the application works, they need to change that up. It's a little annoying, but it's simple, but it works. It works. It plays well, and it's available on set-top browsers, unlike Bleacher Report. Oh my god, I didn't even think of that. Dude, that's a lot of built-in infrastructure. I'm like, I'm selling myself on it now. Tony, just give me a job, dude. (laughs) I'm gonna uh, draft up an email at careers at eight all elite wrestling.com and just said hey this, you did get back wrestling there. back to the west again so i did oh thank <laughs> you for reminding me oh yes so if my favorite wrestler in the world jay white is going to take credit for all of all elite wrestling congrats you're welcome west coast i reached out to tony khan i tagged him on twitter and said hey when are you coming to the west coast and what happens a week later Announcement for LA show. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to not say that I caused this because I am completely responsible for causing this. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> Hopefully, we can be there with our take under sign. Um, oh, that'd be great. Not any fans who might be there want to do that. I definitely appreciate it. Uh, moving on to our revolution predictions. So I don't know that we know the order of the card, but I put it in at least what I think the order is of terms of like important matches to us. We'll see how well I predicted you care about these matches because I did it in the order that I like. I also took the first match that I have on here and that is on the card surprisingly it might even be on the buy-in is the AFHO, the AHFO versus Sting, Sammy and Darby. Who do you got? Sting, Sammy and Darby. <laughs> so, yeah, I think this is actually going to be the breakdown that we were just talking about of the AHFO and we're going to start to get broken Matt Hardy. It could also potentially be if it, if this is going to be on the buy-in it's not going to be but if it's on the card, I bet you the only reason for having that card is to show Jeff Hardy. Yeah, that's true. Huh. All right. So, uh, next match: MJF versus Punk. Who you got? Uh, Punk's winning this. You think so? Yeah, because they're gonna drag this out even more. I think What's gonna happen is MJF is gonna go away for a little bit and come back right before Double or Nothing, and be like Punk. I'm going to put you in the ground like I should have done them. With no help, no nothing. Just I, myself. I think MJF is going to win this, and I will expand on that in a little bit here. And I, you're not going to like it. Um, Cargill versus Conti. Who you got? Such bullshit. Uh, it should be Conti, but they're going to give it to a uh, uh, female freaking what's-his-name. Goldberg. Goldberg, yes. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> Conti's not going to beat Carl Gilberg. Gilberg wins. Uh, <laughs> goes. Gilberg wins, goes 30 and 0, whatever. I. I do like some of Cargill, but whatever. Uh, we don't have to harp on that. We talked about it. Uh, Danielson versus Moxley, which I think this one might be where I messed up. You might be more interested in this than Jericho and Kingston. Am I wrong? Actually, I'm interested in both of them really well. Which one do you care uh, about more if you had to pick? Uh, Danielson and Moxley. Damn it! All right, this is the one I messed up then. But who do you who do you think is gonna win, Danielson or Moxley? 
This is gonna end up in a draw. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna be time runs out. They're gonna. Or they just knock each other out. <laughs> I was gonna say they're gonna pass out from blood loss. It's probably. Um. All right. I think Danielson. He's the better wrestler. He's the one trying to form this faction. I think he should be. Uh, Jericho versus Kingston. I got Kingston. Same. Kingston hasn't won on a pay-per-view, and Jericho is here to put people over by his own admission. So. Oh my God! If it's it. pain, if it is really like an old Jericho, if it's Painmaker Jericho, it's gone Painmaker Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, even then, I honestly think he might show up as Painmaker Jericho, and Kingston still still beat him. I, and I would be stoked Ooh. for that actually. Like, like I said before, with the Kingston and Punk thing, he really turned me, and uh, I'm actually super stoked for him to be on Wrestling with Freddie, uh, on Wednesday. So we get to hear him on that before the actual pay per view. Uh, here's another one I might have messed up and and uh, prioritized incorrect. The tag team match. Or Face of the Revolution, which one do you care about more? Ooh. He always got some support. I always got to go with him. Be Face of the Revolution because of right. Keith Lee. So then we'll start but with Red Dragon. Or, uh... So Red Dragon versus hmm, versus Jungle Boys. Two parter. Who do you think is going to win on Wednesday and take that third spot? I think it's kind of obvious. And who do you think is going to walk away champions on Sunday? Uh, so, it's too obvious if I think I know who should win. So I'm going to pick the non-obvious thing, and I'm going to say it's Pride and Powerful. Oh, wow. Um, so that way they build more animosity, and Ray Dragon wins. The tag team belts? Yep. Okay. Uh, cool. So that's interesting for my question in a little bit. I believe you're right. I don't think that the Young Bucks are going to get in that match. I think FTR is going to get in that match. And we're going to get like an old school, not old school, but like a when we were the NXT that hyped us on wrestling again. We're going to get one of those matches with this triple threat. Ooh. here, And it's going to be like DIY and authors of pain and all in those matches when FTR was putting on those bangers in NXT we're gonna get one of those fucking awesome matches and I don't think Red Dragon's gonna get it I think FT whoever is that third champion or the third entrant I think might walk away uh, okay I mean, so in my case yeah I'm gonna go with FTR so face of the revolution Lee versus Wardlow versus Hobbs versus Stark versus Cassidy versus potentially a third person, potentially nobody. All right. I mean, a six person, potentially not a six person. Do you think there'll be an extra person? And do you think your boy is going to walk away? I think there's going to be a extra person. And On I the think roster or not current? Not on the roster. Cool. And I think Keith Lee is going to walk away with this. I honestly, I, I, it's going to get him to, for the TNT match, but it, I don't even know if he'll, they'll let him win it at that point, but at least they're trying to get him over or introduce him into people that don't know him. Yeah. Um, 
I think there is going to be a sixth person. I think it will be from the roster, but I think we're going to know before Sunday. I don't think they'll, de- they'll, de- they'll debut at the pay-per-view. Okay. Uh, I think you're right. I think Keith Lee will win it. And honestly, I think he's going to go on to, to take the belt. And I would like him to go on and, like, honestly squash Sammy. Like, even yeah, if it's something where Sammy gets messed up, like, before the match, like a Tanya Harding incident where they hit him with a pipe and then he's still a fighting champion, so he goes out there in anyways, and then Keith Lee, like, didn't know about it or doesn't give a shit and just beat the shit out of him. Like, I would like him to squash Sammy and just be champion here. Like, fuck it, just rocket strap him. Who cares? Did you hear them chanting when he showed up? Yeah. And, and, and really, Vince, you couldn't, you couldn't figure out <coughs> when you had freaking NXT fans in the crowd at Survivor Series when he stood up against Roman Reigns. And people were like, oh, snap, the crowd was cheering his name. Yeah. Come on, man. That's too easy, man. Uh, all right, so we can move on to the men's and women's championship matches. Who, which one do you care about more? Uh, Cole needs to win this. All right, so but I. So does Thunder Rosa. God damn it! <laughs> all right, so I have a question for you in a second here. But I, you got Cole and Thunder Rosa then? Yeah, absolutely. All right, I got Hangman and Thunder Rosa. Um, I. Really don't like that, but the more I've thought about it, here. Well, here's my question to you: Do you prefer Cole and Britt or Hangman and Thunder Rosa? Because I don't think there's any world where you have two main title changes in the same night. But you could be Mavericks and Pioneers if you did that. You could. I'm not saying that they won't. And by all intents and purposes, if you're gonna strap the better wrestlers and the better brand ambassadors for your championships better people to get viewers here you strap the best wrestler in the world and thunder best woman's wrestler in the world and thunder rosa and you give the best promo in possibly in wrestling right now in adam cole like at least the best fight promo not the best like straight up promo but i don't think there's a world where there's both of them so if you had to choose which one would it be uh, thunder rosa can't oh. take fucking six more months of goddamn perfect. <laughs> not doing a fucking thing. Thank you. Much Sorry, better. Adam. I didn't mention it, but um, on Semi Basics, we will be breaking down the Brit and Rosa contract signing. I am with you, dude. I, I mean, my prediction is what I would hope would happen. Hangman Thunder Rosa. I'm so over this Brit title. And I don't want Cole and Brit to be the evil prom king and queen spot we talked about earlier. Yeah, and it, she hasn't done anything. Like, she'll squash match, and then she'll have her her goons. Like, I'm just, no, I'm done with it. No all goons. She, yeah, all she no does one. is come in and bury your entire division on the mic, which, like, I get is the thing. That's kind of what Charlotte does, but Charlotte doesn't just come in Charlotte and wrestles. say, like, I am this women's division. Charlotte comes in and says, like, yeah, I defeated everybody. That's why this women is di- this women's division is amazing. Yeah, and she, and she actually wrestles. Not for her belt, but, not, but she still wrestles. Like, that's my whole thing. Is like, Oh, yeah, Britt's nowhere near Charlotte's uh, yeah, wrestling like, ability, any... but no AEW mark wants to have that conversation, I promise oh, you. Oh, also about the tape, real quick before we proceed. The contract signing, when they were talking about the match or whatever, and 
Brett was saying, like, they were talking about me. Me, even though I lost, they were talking about me. I go, yeah, because you were talking shit about Mick Foley. Like, and then Mick Foley responds to you. So that's why they were talking about you, because you were saying that you have done something or put the pat, like, the women further and did it better than so-and-so. And you said shit about Mick Foley, which sets the whole fucking Twitterverse on fire. He's like, excuse me? Uh, that's why they were talking. Not because you did were so much better than Thunder Rosa. It's because you opened your mouth and you said something wrong. Thunder Rosa whooped your ass. <sighs> and mean, should have been for the belt. Beyond the talking where she's like, who got the t-shirt? Like, uh, the person under contract. Duh. Yeah, she wasn't working here at the time. She was a world champion elsewhere, homie. <laughs> Whatever. Um. All right. So beyond that, and we're kind of going long now. I think we should push our push our draft another episode. And this isn't going to be one of those where we push it for another year. <laughs> I'm just saying, at least one more episode, or maybe we'll record another episode at some point. That's just that's just the draft and real quick. But um, just the last couple of things to talk about before we start to wrap up here. Do you think any debuts are going to happen? I know you said you thought somebody might debut into that face of the revolution spot. Do you think it'll happen on Sunday? And if you do think any debuts are going to happen, who? Uh, one is totally, I believe there's going to be debuts. I totally think it's going to be Jeff. I think we might have Cesaro showing up. <laughs> like, I like Cesaro. This I love Cesaro. with Cyborg, like I don't give this think man, give this man a run. Give them, uh, I he so deserves to get acclaim because uh, he does. He did the work for so long, and then they didn't give him shit. That's what pisses me off. And he and they put him in with a really good uh, story with Reigns, and people were into it. And then he just never went back to it. Like. Don't do that shit to him, man. Like, that's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's leaving the company, to be completely honest. I think all these people, like, work themselves. Like, oh, yeah, Cesaro's gone. He's free. He's going to be here. I think he might have just, like, taken a break because his contract was up. He's. I believe I heard from somebody that he read somewhere that he's going to have a baby. So maybe he's just pulling the Gargano thing, leaving for a little bit, and then just re-upping with the company who can pay him the most, probably. Well, I heard that was another reason why it didn't go well. It's because WWE wasn't going to give him the money he was asking for. Yeah, I mean, I, I heard that report too, but I don't know. We'll we'll see what's going to happen. But, like, really? You think he's going to go to AEW, the same place where, not to echo Eric Bischoff, but Christian and Jay Lethal and a couple other people showed up and they're starting to get lost in the roster crunch. Like, I know AEW has a big roster, and people want to say, well, Dark and Dark ele- dark Elevation is just as good as TV. It's not. Like, nope. Cesaro is not going there to wrestle on Dark. And like I was talking about last time, like I'm, go- I'm glad that Impact and all these other places exist so that we can get main eventers in the main event. That AEW roster is, is too stacked, and unless their contracts are expiring, which I believe is happening soon, and they let a lot of them expire, then there's not going to be room for him, I don't think. Same thing, like, I was just to go back to what I was saying with Johnny Gargano, like, I don't think there's a lot of, whole lot of room for TV time here. Yeah, that's why I say Rampage needs to go at least a half hour more. Yeah, or you buy Impact, and then you have two more hours every day. So. True. Just say. But it still doesn't resolve your, doesn't completely resolve your 
your roster issues because you're mean, actually you have to focus you have to focus impact on the impact hours you can't really sneak anybody across does if you don't care about impact and then no one wants to hear this but just cut <laughs> everybody who sucks from impact oh my god <laughs> which isn't everybody half their roster is really great but i mean <laughs> if you're gonna combine two companies let's cut all the dead weight across both rosters and then just have one really good one but i don't know uh we'll see whole lot of future endeavors coming it sounds like from a lot of companies at least from what i can tell Ooh, what if uh, the announcement is he doesn't buy Impact, but he buys the company that uh, Will Ospreay is the champion of right now? Warrior? Isn't it Dragon something? Rev Pro? Yeah. The UK one? Yeah, he could. Uh, yeah. I don't think that they're really up and running like to full speed right now, I don't think, because I know a lot of people... a, a a popular thing to say around like wrestling communities is that and the WWE killed UK wrestling with NXT UK. So I don't know if there's even like enough for him to want to. I don't. I don't think that's big a big enough announcement for him to brag about it. To be honest. Okay. All right. Well, the other thing that I had, we can just kind of touch on real quick, just from wrestling around the world. Did you hear about Control Your Narrative? No. So it's EC3's promotion, kind of. He's had it going on for a little while now, but it wasn't really anything like super big. But apparently, they have a TV deal. Much to Ooh. our dismay and disappointment, dude, EC3 is with all these MAGA wrestling guys. Is he really? Yeah, it sucks. So that uh, promotion now has a is set to uh like announce a TV deal apparently and the only thing that I can think of is that they're going on OAN cuz who the hell else would rather have them, would want to have them well here's one thing that I found out after Ring of Honor uh like is on its hiatus is they were saying they were they were a Sinclair broadcasting thing and Sinclair broadcasting thing huge supporter of uh yeah make everything great again i was like oh and and they paid a lot of money for them too so they technically still own the right even if they don't uh, bring it back yeah they are well they are bringing it back i believe it's coming back in march so maybe that's an option off the table for them but um i'll give you so liz was able to predict it i'll see if you can predict it I'll give you one guess as to who their, like, big person is going to be. Their big entrant is going to be. Lars? No, it's Killer Cross, dude. Get out of here. He's going to be their first champion, I promise you. It's either going to be him or Braun, but either way, like, you little MAGA rats, go have your wrestling promotion, and I will just mourn the loss of EC3 as somebody that I care about. (laughs) Uh, with that cheery note, <laughs> we can be stoked for wrestling for the rest of the week. <laughs> I am excited for Revolution. I know you are. Uh, we also get, I know that I had it up, but whatever the pay-per-view is going to be for 
Impact, I don't know that I'm necessarily ordering it night of because at least as up to now, they only have two matches announced and I don't think that's necessarily worth 10 bucks yet. We'll see what happens on Thursday. Um, yeah. What are you talking about? about Impact Wrestling? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have that. So we're all good. Oh, yeah, you do. Cool. <laughs> I will be watching that on Saturday then. Um, yeah, I guess with that then, we will just be stoked on wrestling. And you got any closing things to say? Just keep looking out for each other and enjoy some wrestling. Yeah. Don't hate each other for it. Yeah, we'll be back next week with our reactions, probably on Monday. Might be the day that we're just going to start recording this out before the actual wrestling starts. Don't hold us to it. <laughs> Don't hold us to it. Uh, all right. All right, later, everybody. <laughs>